Hey Lumberjacks, welcome to another episode of Lumber Chats, Inside NAU, where we give you an inside look into campus life. I'm Megan, and welcome to our special episode of NAU Success Stories, where we highlight people on campus and how they got to where they are today. On this episode, we have campus TikTok sensation, Father Matt Lowry. Yes. From NAU Newman Center. Hi. Awesome, great to be here. <laughs> Thanks, Father Lowry, for being here with us today. I know myself and my team and just a lot of people on campus overall are very intrigued by your TikTok account, which has over 165.4 thousand followers and over 4 million likes on all of your videos combined. It's just really cool to see that as someone who is looking to go into social media as a career and just being a part of the social media team in general. So congratulations on that. Thank you. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. So. Okay, so before we get into our questions questions, I'm going to put you in the Lumberjack hot seat. So okay. you're going to say the first thing that comes to mind, right? So okay. NAU blue or NAU gold? Blue. Hotspot or dub? Hotspot. North or south campus? North. Favorite spot on campus? Uh, by, what do you call it, JFK Louie? <laughs> right in the center <laughs> yeah, of campus. what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, what movie could you watch over and over? Uh, right now, it's um, Quiet Place. Ooh. What's your hidden talent? <laughs> I'm really good at remembering names. Hmm. Best advice you've ever been given? Um, be yourself. That's a great one. You close your eyes and imagine your happy spot. What do you see? Uh, honestly, Flagstaff, Arizona. It's, it is really nice here. Um, and then last question is, what's your go-to pick-me-up? Oh, um, you mean besides Cold Stone or? <laughs> no, it can definitely be Cold Stone. <laughs> All right. So now that we've gotten the hard questions out of the way, the rest should be simple. Um, so to start off, tell us a little bit about where you're from and what your life was like growing up. Well, I, I grew up in Phoenix. Uh, I was born in Ohio, but like a lot of people, we moved to Arizona and <laughs> And so the hot desert became home and I grew up with, there's five siblings and I, and I always envisioned myself being married and wanted to make a lot of money. And so I went to ASU, actually my undergrad for electrical engineering and worked as an engineer after that. And, and, and yet God had other plans and yeah, so I, I basically, <laughs> I paid attention to what made me happy and it led me down on a path that brought me to here, the happiest I've ever been. That's, that's awesome. That's very interesting. Thank you. Second question. Did you always know what you wanted to do in life? Or if not, um, what did you initially want to be? And how did you get to where you currently are at the moment? Well, I, I think I can identify with a lot of students where I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I chose my major in college because that's what my brother was studying. <laughs> yeah. And I did okay because I, I like math. And, mm -hmm. and but as I guess as I went along, I I started, yeah, I noticed things that brought me joy, and I tried to have more of that. And, and in particular, I was volunteering with a youth group, and I discovered the, the gift that it is to share something important with others, to, to hand on what we've been given, and to see other people grow. And so as, as I did that, I realized that, that God was, I was finding more joy, and so, um, so I paid attention to that. And what I found is that God led me to seminary and to priesthood was that my, my talents were much bigger than I thought. That 
that our abilities, our, our human heart is so much bigger than we can see or understand probably at any moment of our lives. And, and that I think as, as I walked closer to the Lord, who I believe is the light of the world, that I saw myself for who I am and who I am in his light and that he wants me to be joyful and happy. And, and, and I finally just said, all right, Lord, I'm all in. I'll do whatever you want. And I kind of wrote him a blank check. Mm-hmm. And I had been a priest for one year and then I got a phone call that said, hey, you're going to go to NAU. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Yeah. And they're like, congratulations. What do you say? I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, but sure. And I, I realize now that, that now I think I have a lot of gifts and talents that I didn't even know existed until I was put in a, a new situation where they've come out and, and hopefully been a blessing to a lot of other people. Yeah. Absolutely. So the third question is, how did you get started in your career? But you did kind of talk about that, but do you want to talk about any of the technicalities, like what it takes to sure. actually get to where you are? Yeah, so it's it's interesting. Um, it's, just, it's the weirdest feeling where I was dating a girl. I had uh, the girl I wanted to marry. We were talking about marriage. I had a job where I was making tons of money where and... And yet my, my heart, as, as happy as I was, I felt God saying, I want to take you actually in a different direction. And, and it wasn't, a, it was, well, scary because unknown, but it was exciting and it was peaceful. And as I, as I spent time in, in prayer, you know, that, that I, I actually found a deeper happiness as my, my brother's like, you don't want to be married. I was like, no, no, I, I want to be married, but I think even more, I want to be a priest. Mm-hmm. And so I... I basically just kind of jumped into that yard, if you will, and kind of explored it. And, and it was almost like, it's just like a new pair of shoes that just, it actually fit really well. Mm-hmm. And, and if I felt like I was becoming more me, that as I, as I followed what, what made my heart happy. And as I, as I followed God, I felt like I, be, I came more alive, like more myself. And, and so, sorry, you asked the question about <laughs> how, how, how do you get there? Um, and so what I do is you approach, there's a vocation director, mm-hmm. and it's funny, one of my buddies at the same time was applying as well to be a seminarian, and he said he had an application to be an FBI agent on his desk as well, and he said the application to be a seminarian or priest was bigger and more in-depth hmm. than the FBI application, that there's a psychological evaluation for you and someone that knows yeah. you well, there's, um, there's a doctor, there's a physical, a dental exam, there's a... <laughs> A background check, there's uh, five or six references, uh, an IQ test, and just like essays and all sorts of things that they want. They want to know exactly who they're getting, that someone's healthy, and that someone that, that can, can grow into to being a great priest. And so you go, you go to graduate school. So I went after, even after my undergrad, I went to five years of graduate school. Now it'd probably it'd be even more. Um, and so there's a lot of training, uh, just... Yeah, the theological stuff, you know, maybe scripture, things like that, but also practical skills like counseling, how to sure. listen well to people, um, history. Anyways, there's, it's, it's, a, it's an incredible time of formation. There's four formations. It might be interesting to people. There's a human formation that how do we grow at a human level? Usually you have issues, say, with your roommates or friends and family. That's like at a human formation level mm-hmm. where I think God's always trying to work on us and heal us. There's uh, spiritual where we're, we're connecting with, with God who made us. And, and so time and prayer. Then third is academic. So there's, there's a lot to learn. Like I think I had 140 graduate level hours by the time I graduated. And, 
And then uh, lastly is kind of like a, we call it pastoral, but just going out and being with people. Like a priest mm-hmm. serves elderly. He serves, you know, young people and everything in between from birth to death. And and so you want to just experience it all and, and know that you, you're never going to be ready for anything, but that, that God will be with you and it's going to be okay. Wow, that was that was an amazing answer. Thank you. Yeah, I just love that um, you you know you followed your heart and what your heart mm. told you. And I know a lot of us like now, looking for success, uh, we're thinking success is money when it can be a ton of different things. So, thank you for that. So, can you talk about some hardships you had to encounter in your career slash life and how you overcame them? Well, the biggest hardship is my own, you know mental thought process, especially when I tied happiness to success Mm -hmm. or I tied happiness to what other people thought of me um, instead of really being true to myself and and knowing at the end of the day when I go to bed, I go to bed with myself (laughs) and (laughs) if I don't have peace there, it doesn't matter what the world thinks of me Mm -hmm. and that when people go to sleep, it doesn't matter how much money they have, you know, that it just, that was kind of just coming... uh, to peace with that. Also, as I briefly mentioned, that uh, realizing that I don't, I don't have it all figured out, and and I, I don't know if I ever thought I was supposed to, but that I know enough to take another step forward, and and from my faith perspective, to know that that, that God will be with me, and that that it's going to be okay, and that if I, even if I step out and risk and take courage, that that it's going to be okay, and so. Yeah, because if I, I one of my personality things is I want people to be happy with me, but sometimes a lot as a priest, uh, they're not always happy with you. You know the you know the priests and the media, or mm-hmm. I give a homily that I think is pretty special on a Sunday, <laughs> and people are like, meh, you know. And so <laughs> yeah. my happiness can't be tied to what other people think. It's got to be come from somewhere else. Awesome, thank you. So moving on to success, how we kind of talked about it a little bit, but how would you define success, and who are your role models for success? <sighs> Success. Um, I, I, I do think. I think to be successful is to be at peace and happy. And there, there's a story about a man who was fishing on this water, and the guy came up and and uh, he's a successful fisher. He was a really good fisherman, and he would teach people how to fish. And and the guy's like, you know what you should do is you should get a, a boat, buy a boat, and then you could go out and fish and take people and get a second boat and do this. He's like, why would I do that? Well, because then you, you know, then you could. Uh, franchise or whatever and have a corporation and then you could like have more money and then invest over here and then get passive income he's like well what what would I do then he's like well then you can like retire and and do whatever you want he's like what would I do then he's like then you can come and and fish you know and and be with people he's like you mean like I'm doing right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) isn't that true so it's so some of my heroes I I I look at someone like St. Teresa of Calcutta or Mother Teresa somebody who she 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 followed her heart and you could argue that she was the most successful person ever starting this religious order that served you know, hundreds of thousands of people and start, branched off into several hundred other groups. And, and you're like, wow, she was so successful. And then on the other hand, you could look at her and be like, what a failure. Like she had no money. She was sure. just, she worked with poor people all day. But at the end of the day, she was happy. Mm-hmm. She had peace and she had fulfillment, which comes not from things, but from people and from our higher, our higher power, I would say. I would, I would agree with that. 
All right, so getting on to the, the fun stuff. Well, not that that wasn't fun, but the, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I, I'm, I'm uh, interested in. Uh, let's talk about your social media. You've gone viral on TikTok multiple times. Uh, what made you just decide to start a TikTok account? Because that's where students are, and that's where I want to hang out. Mm-hmm. That Ultimately, it's actually a faith perspective that Jesus, who's like other and God, chose to come be with us right where we are. And I don't know that the average person knows that. Like God, God and religion and church can feel so other. And so what I love about social media is it's like that's where people are. And so it was actually my student team members, and they're like, hey, Father, we're going to film this video, and, and we need you to do this. And I was like, uh, okay, that's not against my morals or comfort level, so <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to try it. So it was actually their idea, and, and so we, we, we did it. And, and it was a way it, – it happened during COVID. So in a time when people felt disconnected and they couldn't go to the places they loved or they typically went, that I said, how do we go to them? And so the videos became a way – to send a message to say that I see you out there, that I want to bring a little joy to your day. And yeah, and especially working with college students, it's like, that's where they're at. It's like, let's go hang out there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm a big fan of TikTok for sure. Um, Were you surprised by the growth of your account? I was, you know, that (laughs) you, you, you can't plan for that. I've heard someone say that luck equals preparedness plus opportunity Hmm. or times opportunity that a lot of people that we look at and we're like man you're so lucky or someone isn't who's in a healthy positive relationship you're so lucky you found each other it's like actually they probably do a lot of hard work and have hard conversations to get to where they're at Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with anything it's um, you know the the investor that whatever like they they were studying they worked hard anyway so I feel like we had been prepared, and then the opportunity came, and, and we did. We got lucky, and mm-hmm. um, and it's, I'm like, I thought it was a funny video, or I thought it was okay, mm-hmm. but some people lost their minds. They're like, when they see priests do things that, or especially church things, but other things that, they're, I don't know, that aren't church-related, they like, apparently they lose their minds over it. Yeah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So how do you come up with your TikTok ideas? I know you mentioned some students already mm-hmm. kind of help you with that, but how do you come up with those ideas? And do you have a TikTok that you're most proud of? And we also want to know how long it takes you to learn your TikTok dances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, so I have, right now I have three uh, media team members. They're not always available, but they typically come and and their, their homework is to enjoy <laughs> TikTok. And, yeah. and really they kind of, they find trends or things that they think are funny, and and you know sometimes we'll we'll make a video that we think is really funny, and people are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's it. I was like, well, I don't really care because I had fun with it. Mm-hmm. But but then they, they kind of throw it out, and you and you like you throw a lot of ideas against the wall, and not everything sticks. But but then also we, we try to say like, what does this touch upon faith at all, or mm-hmm. or is it just fun? Like I, Jesus in Scripture says that he prays that his joy would be in us and our joy would be complete that I think joy is a, is a genuine sign of just like life and happiness. And so, um, I, I'm happy to be alive and, and there's joy there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to share a little bit of that with others. So yeah, so we kind of kick it around and then we try it. We've even recorded a bunch of TikToks that have never even been posted and uh, I just take that as God's providence. They probably weren't very good, but, <laughs> um, but is there one that I'm, I'm most proud of? 
I don't know. There's yeah. There's there's funny ones like, you know, the layers one. All the layers. I don't, anyway, I don't know if you saw uh, that one. Like, <laughs> was that the one where you fell back in the chair? No, that that was that one that was, was cool. Fun. I did like that one. The the uh, the poor guy that was helping me. I think he hit his head on the wall. Like, he just. <laughs> cause, yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's, I, I don't know if I have one that stands out the most. But the, the dance. Yeah. One of one of my staff members said their favorite one is one of the dances. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. They're like, it looks like you have moves. I'm like, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Why did you ever doubt me? <laughs> yeah, that's that's really cool. That, we talk. Go ahead. Sorry, that, I was gonna say that. That's what can take a while too. Is uh, the dance moves practicing it? Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have two left feet. I did take swing dancing in college, so that okay. helped. Um, anyways, but it's fun to dance. Yeah, is fun. You, it is. You dance when you feel free. I would agree with that. Yeah. And so you just it's just fun to be free and dance and yeah. Yeah, we talk. Um, we just talk a lot about in uh, at least the internship and being a part of NAU social media is that like we're really specifically trying to reach a target audience, which is college students, just like you. And we're trying to relay a message that lies within our organization, and you doing the same, relying a message that uh, pertains to your religion. And I just, I, yeah, it's it's funny how it can be like similar but mm-hmm. so different at the same time. Mm-hmm. But yes, we also are. Uh, we um, do the TikTok dances, and there's some TikToks we'll make where we think it's so good, and then it gets like three views. So, do you, do you, do you know what the key thing. to humor is? Well, first of all, do you know what the shortest distance between two people is? My dad would my dad would tell me this, and he would always say it's a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my physics teacher would say. I think the shortest distance between two people is a sense of humor. Hmm. That's. That's actually a great, great way to put and, it. And a lot of times, humor is the intersection of two unlike things. Hmm. So if, if you're showing me something that I'm expecting, mm-hmm. well, that's ordinary. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, you do something different that catches me off guard. Like um, movies that have the surprise ending, mm-hmm. and you're like, you have to see it. You know? Yeah. And so that's that's the super creative twist of how do you do something that people aren't expecting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I, tickles them in a it, funny way. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. That's a, that's a, I'm going to bring that up in the next team meeting. No. <laughs> All right. So just a couple more questions left. Um, what is something about having a large platform that you would like us all to know about? Like, have you had any encounters like from your social media success or like any cautions? Say maybe stay away from this if you're planning on being successful in a large platform. Well, the good news about having a large platform is people hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've posted some things where, you know, someone said, hey, I don't think the lyrics to that song fit who you are. Okay. And I was like, thank you for helping me to stay true to who I am. And so we took the video down. You know, social media is a magnet for negative negativity that it's much easier to tear somebody down than, than to build them up. And so you, you have to have a thick skin. I've heard somebody say, well, how do, you, how do you keep the bad comments, negative comments from affecting you? It's like, well... You don't want the positive ones either. Hmm. That's a good the, the, my meaning and happiness is I, I can't, I found myself at the beginning, I, I was like, will this make people happy? And I caught myself like, wait a minute, I don't want to live my life trying to simply get attention from others or do something that pleases others. I want to be genuine and true to myself. And I think that's something that if I have advice for it is, is, is to be, I had to be true to myself. Um, now something positive, there was a, we have, a, in the Catholic church, we have sacraments and the first day of our sacrament class, this girl spoke up and she said, uh, I said, you know, how did you get here? Why are you here? What are you looking for? And, 
And she said, you know, I was scrolling through TikTok last year. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, I, I came across a video of this priest and, and what he said actually caught my attention. And so I watched some more videos and, and it actually got me more into my faith. And now I'm back because I want to receive my first communion. That's amazing. That's like crazy how powerful social media can be. Like there's, there's been there's been some other comments here. I wish I hadn't I could pull it out for you, but people who said, you know, I uh, I was having a really hard day and was thinking about doing something really bad, and then I came across your message and I realized that maybe maybe I should keep going for another day. Wow, that's very moving. Mm -hmm. I that's crazy. Yeah. All right, so um, what advice would you give to anyone listening right now about achieving success? First and foremost, we have to know who we are. Mm -hmm. And my identity, you know, needs to be firm and clear um, versus trying to fit into what other people want me to be. That the ironic thing in our age when everybody wants to be so unique is we all look like each other. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of what makes you stand out is when you are yourself and you're true to that. I think authenticity is something is something important. I think having some having a message to share that you know everybody's talking, but it's not always worth listening to. Mm -hmm. um, I guess those are some some of the some of the ideas. And yeah, be free to be you. And uh, if you're not having fun, do it. Go find something else to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. I can't disagree with that. So I, th I think it's live your life mm -hmm. and it, it's tough if that's your job but it's like yeah. live your life and if that stuff flows from it it's gravy it's the sprinkles on top but it's not mm -hmm. the cupcake mm -hmm. that my, my meaning and happiness my worth all that it's got to come from somewhere deeper yeah all right and then finally for our lumberjacks out there about to go through transition periods either um, they're graduating high school and coming to nau or they're about to cap off their college career and head out into the real wor world uh can you share any final words of advice for us pay attention to what makes you happy and what you're excited about mm -hmm. and doing those things there's always going to be a layer of uh, anxiety which is to step into the unknown um, and being afraid but that's the great adventures out there and it's worth it. Um, and, and know that you're not alone. Thank you very much, Father, for uh, letting me talk to you today and to talk about the TikTok and just success and overall. I think you had some pretty great answers that I think everyone will find very interesting. I know I did. So thank you so much for uh, letting me interview you. And thank you all out there for listening. Have a good one.